I love my cat too. Well, I love both of my What's cats. What's up, fanboys and fangirls? <laughs> Welcome back to another live episode of the What the Fanboy podcast and show, whatever we are. My name is Luke. Did Luke forget what we were? I often forget what we are. This is Mr. Tyler. I always forget what we are. What did we talk about last week? What are we doing? Are we doing introductions? <laughs> yeah, I'm Tyler. Do I need to start over? This is the beautiful <laughs> Brett Eitzen. Hey, everyone. In the flesh. Sorry. It's me. I forgot what we were doing. We're in a slightly different place. I think that's the problem. That's true. Here, I'll I'll say this. To some people, we're a show. To some, we're a podcast. That's true. And to us, we are what the fanboy. We're just weird. (laughs) I think my seat got lowered. Who did this? It's possible. I also may have moved the seats incorrectly Mm -hmm. when I rolled them from the other room. Want to trade? No, Hopefully, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, <laughs> you won't even notice that we're in a different, slightly different location. Although there is like a furnace, like six feet that way. <laughs> so, can you hear it? I don't know. I, I mean, I can hear it. I don't know if they can hear it. Huh. Um, but obviously, yes. If you if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see we're not in. Well, maybe you don't know. It's I didn't paint the studio wall black, although I might. I might. Yeah, I kind of like the the contrast. We're just out in the living room right now. Yeah, kind of temp temp set up while don't we demo. Don't tell people we're How come we don't have the fire going? I know it would be a lot warmer, but Ooh. it'd be romantic. Can I just pound drinks out of your fridge the whole time? <laughs> yeah, man. Here. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what have we uh, been doing? Is a better question. That is a good question. What have you guys been doing? I did a lot this week. You go then. I'm gonna go first. So first thing I did is I watched Thirteenth. Um, this has kind of been recommended, um, to, I think everyone given the current climate we're living in. Yes. Have been living in. Um, it's pretty opening. It's, it's brutal to watch cause you kind of realize how wrong things have been. Like you, like my eyes were kind of opened to stuff. I just didn't know was going on. Yeah. Um, which I think is the important part of watching it is to educate yourself. Um, it was kind of crazy. There's a scene where they're kind of showing some companies that are a part of um, supporting like mass incarceration. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them are vendors I work with. Um, one of them is very big here in Kansas, and that's Pfizer. Um, it was just kind of mind-blowing to to see it and be like, oh, my gosh, I can relate to that. The other big one here in Kansas was Coke. Yeah, um, Coke's a supporter of it. So it, it was just kind of crazy to... You know, see that it's literally everywhere and mm-hmm. right here in Wichita, which kind of seems pretty innocent compared to other places I've been. Um, it's pretty wild, but it's a booyah. And I think everybody should watch it because I think everybody needs to learn about the side of history that has not been told. Yeah. So highly mm-hmm. recommend it. I also watched Sinister. Um, this is a Scott Derrickson horror movie. It is his... He did Exorcism of Emily Rose, right? Yeah. That's a much better movie. <laughs> Sinister was fine. I give that one a Matthew McConaughey. Um, my two biggest complaints about the movie, there's way too much ambient sound. Every every scare is tipped off by it. Mm. He doesn't use it. Like, it's not used effectively to not scare you. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's used to, like, build up to every little thing that's going to happen. So, like, when it happens, you're like... Yeah, when the sound started five minutes ago, I knew it was coming. Right. So that was kind of annoying. And then the other problem I have with it is it's just too dark, like visually. <laughs> like half the time I couldn't see Ethan Hawke. 
Like I just feel like every frame he's either in a dark room or he's walking around his house with no lights on. <laughs> I'm like, I, I can't. I get it's supposed to be scary, but I can't see you, so I don't know where I'm supposed to look. <laughs> um, but other than that, I thought it was good. There's a lot of, of fun there. The story's interesting. Um, I thought the idea of how it all works is pretty unique um, with the houses. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh man, this this makes for good stuff. They could do like a TV show on this, but they won't ever do that. No. So yeah, Matthew McConaughey on Sinister. Uh, then I watched The Witch, which is Robert Eggers' first movie, right? I don't think he's done anything besides that in The Lighthouse. It may be. I think it's probably his first feature. It's, yeah, his first big one. Big one, um, yeah. That movie is awesome. Highly recommend it to anybody who likes, um, I don't know, I guess horror movies, but more psychological thrillers mm-hmm. um, because it's definitely more of a psychological movie. Um, I give that one a fanboy worthy. I can't really talk about it without spoiling it. I feel like it's kind of hard to. It really is very. It's, it's very hard to talk about without spo- giving things away. Only only thing I'll tell you: sixteen hundreds witches, and Anya Taylor Joy is great. Sign her up for anything she wants to be in. She's incredible. Um, and I, actually, I think the whole cast is really good. The kids did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so that's fanboy worthy. Sorry, trying to move quickly. I watched the platform. Um, I'd seen a lot of stuff on social media about this one. Have you seen? I'd. It's a foreign language film. I yeah. think it was made in Spain. I saw there was one day where everybody was tweeting about. Yeah, it. I, like Rotten Tomatoes put out a statement on it. Um, and it's like a, I don't know. It, it's a really interesting concept. So basically, it's this vertical prison of two hundred stories, and when you go there, it, like some people go there for. Um, like murder or just like petty crimes. And then some people volunteer to go there. So the main character you're following, he goes there because he wants to quit smoking and he wants to read Don Quixote. So he's like, I'll sign up for a six month run in here. And that way I can get over the bad habit and read this book. And you know, you get a roommate and you stay with that roommate the whole time you're there, but you're on, you get put on a floor in this vertical prison and essentially when you go in, they ask you, what is your favorite food? And they'll put it on the menu is what they say. Well, what they mean by the menu is the platform. And at the beginning, you eat once a day and you have about three minutes to eat. And they put all the food of every person in there's favorite meal is on the platform. And they send the platform from the top to the bottom. So all 200 levels. And so it's a commentary on society and how people at the top take more than they need. And so by the time it gets so low, people don't have food. And so people start going crazy and killing each other and eating each other. And oh, it gets gross. it gets wild. But every month you get gassed and you wake up on a different floor. And it's totally random. So sometimes you could be floor six. Sometimes you could be floor 194. Interesting. And you have to survive for a month on that floor. It's it's really interesting. It's a it's a really wow. good movie. Um, if you can handle uh, the gore and like it's because it's kind of bloody and some of the stuff's pretty gross. If you can handle it, I think it's worth a watch. Um, I don't know who the actors are. They're they're foreign language film movie stars. They're really good. Um, I would recommend it. I, I give it a fanboy worthy. I honestly, it was the most interesting movie I watched outside of 13th um, just because one foreign language movies are kind of they they deal with different issues mm-hmm. than we're used to seeing in our movies. Um, and two, it's just an interesting premise. Like it's a really kind of dark look at 
society as a whole. Wow. Um, but it, it's it's really good. Um, and it's on Netflix. Watch it in its normal language with subtitles. Yeah. Because the dubbing, I watched about 30 seconds of it. And I was like, <laughs> nope, can't do this. Um, Sometimes dubbing just not. You just don't. You just don't get. You don't get the emotion that the characters and actors mm-hmm. really put into their performance, and I think it's important um, to really get the the full effect of the movie. Yeah. So fanboy worthy on the platform. Definitely think you guys should watch it. I think you guys would really like it. We'll do. Um, on the list. Please watch it. It's. I, I just want to talk to people about it because it's mind blowing. Um, then I played Session. It was a free trial on Xbox. It's a skateboarding simulation game. It was fine. The controls suck. <laughs> um, I finished Community Season 1. Nice. Um, I really like that show. It's it's awesome. It's, it's uh, really funny. I'm going through it also. Yeah. It's, about halfway through Season 2. Nice. So, so good. The paintball episode was great. Yes. I So, my favorite part is, like... I'm an avid paintball player. I think we've kind of alluded to that on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in the paintball episode, there's a line where it's like, I'm one of those douchebags who brings my own equipment to the field. <laughs> and like most people would be like, oh, that's kind of messed up. But I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> so true. Like I'm 100% that guy. And I loved it. I thought it was awesome. So yeah, community is great. I'm Still glad you guys are watching that. Dude, it's so good. So good. And then I played Destiny. Um, I got bad juju yesterday. Yes. That's kind of the game. So that was fun. Luke helped me run it. That's right. Um, Brett was absent this weekend from Destiny. I, I did play. I, know, I played a little last night. I don't know if you saw me out. I did. I was probably late. I didn't play last night. Yeah. I got home late from softball. But uh-huh. I'm sure you were playing something else, too. We, well, yeah. So real quick, <laughs> though. I did play Destiny. Did that uh, Last Wish raid. And I didn't get 1,000 voices, of course. I didn't did, did you do it legit? Or did uh, you do the... Oh the Witherhorn hack. <laughs> no, so we didn't use Witherhorn. Um, we tried to do it legit. This was mostly the raid group that we did originally, you know, originally two years ago. Two years ago, almost That's now. Why I didn't raid with us. <clears throat> and <laughs> quiet, you two. And so we tried to do. I it said legit. nothing. <laughs> we tried to do it legit for about three hours. And this we, is when he says he cheesed it. And then we, and then we were like. We were so frustrated by then that we were like, well, we at least want a shot at at 1, 1K. <laughs> so we'll, and you did the whole thing? No, no, no. We just did Riven. Oh, okay. They gave in to we it, did Riven. Geez. We did Riven three <laughs> hours attempting to do it legit. Couldn't, couldn't without, get it. Without Wither Hordes. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just with our... Yeah. And yeah, so then we, then we did... We, I think the I think the sword cheese took us two times to do. Nice. A couple people hadn't done it before. Yeah, it takes a second to figure but, it out. But yeah, so it's still fun. It, it's still a really fun encounter, even doing it. The like, cheese way? No, doing it legit, but not getting. Oh, it. not beating it. Um, at at you know twelve o'clock at night <laughs> on a Sunday, you're, you're like kind of like, like I I just can't <laughs> I can't keep going. Anyways, yes. <laughs> So the big news is that other than that, I didn't really do much. I got the recluse this weekend. Nice. I forgot to mention that. Nice. Uh, except that I did one really, really cool thing. Let's hear it. That is I got a review code for the game Disintegration. What? I have a shirt rep in here. Launch day. Launch day. Today. Launch night. Launch, launch day. Evening. Well, depending where you live, it's launch day. Right. So if you're... Uh, Fortunate enough to live in New Zealand or Australia, you got to play it at like nine this morning. <laughs> nice. So it's a rolling launch, but um, 
Yeah, real quick, I'll pull up my I'll pull up my notes. So I'll say that I primarily <laughs> got to play the I played through the entire campaign, and I played um, a little bit of of multiplayer. They had some like select times when you could get on and play. Oh, nice. Other other than that though, like the servers were pretty empty. Um, so most of what I'm going to say is just about the campaign, and you can read my full review over at whatthefanboy.com. Um, Already plug. I read it as well. <laughs> plug. Shameless plug. Um, I I really like this game, and I and this probably doesn't surprise anyone. I've been hyping it up for a while, mm-hmm. um, and so it would have to do some pretty. It would have to be really disappointing for me to be really disappointed by it. Um. But this is a this is uh, a thirty person team made this, so that's that's not indie small. You know, there's there's games that are made by less yeah. than five people, uh, but it's also not like Bungie. It's not Destiny who has five hundred plus employees or Halo. It's or... not a ten story building dedicated <laughs> to not in the heart of New York Call of Duty game. Right, right. The other, the other building is to the next one. Yeah. And that yeah. building just works on <laughs> menus only. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what's really cool, when you when you beat the game, you scroll through the credits and you see kind of what everyone did. Um, you know, sometimes credits can be like like kind of a slog. Like, ah, like there's a ton of names and there's no way I'm going to read everyone. Like everyone gets their little moment in there. And That's really cool. see that like... Yeah, the guy who's the creative director and the president of the company also worked on code, and he worked on art assets. That's and so like, cool. So you can see how everyone worked on different things, um, and and a lot of that love um, to the the IP to the game is is pretty evident in while you play it. Um, I think it's gonna get. Uh, I'm not gonna bore you with my whole thing, but I think it's probably gonna be. F- unfairly compared to games like destiny or anthem um mostly because it has that high level of polish that you expect out of those games um but and there's in in other aspects you can just tell that it was it wasn't made by as large of a team there's kind of this hub world no, it's not a world. This hub area after each mission where you can go and talk to characters and get a little backstory or pick Do up. Do you walk? Or? Pick up challenges. You walk. Okay. You walk. And and there's things like, oh, like this walking doesn't quite feel as good as piloting. And, mm-hmm. you, and I think it's because they probably based the walking code off the grab cycle. That's the, the main movement mm-hmm. code, right? And so it's like, I feel a little floaty. I wonder why. <laughs> Or I'm jealous. Like I wish that, I could float. That area, you know, doesn't have a lot going on. You know, it's not it's not like Destiny's Tower where you have NPCs, you know, walking around doing things. Um, it just kind of feels like it's there. They don't have a broom guy. They don't have a broom guy. <laughs> Werner. Right? Um, but I think okay. I don't know. Like none of those things, all or all of the things that are in that kind of camp, don't do enough to take away from the experience that is so polished and that is the gameplay and the balance um you know you go in and you you're commanding this crew and the crews and the and the graph cycles they're all kind of custom tailored per mission so you don't get to necessarily choose those things and some people this day and age will get you know a little bummed out by that i understand that desire to like i really like I really like the fast firing machine gun mm-hmm. grab cycle. I have to go in with a sniper. <laughs> <sighs> I 
But the levels are all built around and balanced with your loadout. So I think it actually works really well. I think it would be cool if once you beat the campaign, you could go back, back in and play with kind of whatever. I don't. I have no idea if that's possible post patch. But if you're listening, guys, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, I don't want to really spoil anything. Um, nah, just tell us the end of the game. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty good. I think it's surprisingly uh, one of the things I uh, was surprised by was there's there's like some real heart and emotion in the story. Um, it's a pretty simple premise it's pretty standard like halo like mm-hmm. old school halo you gotta go shoot the bad guys because they're the bad guys there's not a lot there in terms of like deep lore but the characters more than make up for that in good acting and good writing um you know solid performances really do kind of craft this uh this world and then when things do happen to characters um it, it is a little bit like of a oh wow i didn't I didn't think I necessarily f- had that kind of connection with them. Mm. Um, but there's almost always someone, I think there's going to be someone there in the group that anyone can identify with. Um, they did a great job of diverse casting in terms of not just like race and gender, but also um, like personality types. Like there's the like, Rezek is my favorite character. And he, he's kind of like me. He's kind of like the guy who like doesn't really want to be there. He's happy to help. You don't want to be here? Yeah, but, what the heck? <laughs> but he's like, he doesn't want to get caught up in the war, in the rebellion. He's kind of the... Rebellions are built on hope. Oh, I know. But he's I not hope like you want to be here. <laughs> I, think a lot of, I think a lot of games tend to fall back on like, you've got to be the strong, silent type. Or you're the Cade funny man who's like oh, making okay. quips. And there's the quippy person, and there's like the strong, like individual who's like, "Oh, I'm rough and tough." But then there's like the the, the other characters who don't necessarily fit into those traditional molds. And I'm really, really glad that they were brave enough to like include those characters in the game. So does Marcus Phoenix show up? Is that the spoiler you don't want to tell us about? <laughs> that would be crazy. Mark, this John, John DiMaggio, Joe DiMaggio, Joe DiMaggio shows up as he's integrated. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this big bulky robot. Um, awesome. Sorry. But yeah, no, that, that game, if you're watching, is out now or listening. Um, it's $50 on PS4 and Xbox and PC, PC um, Steam specifically. Oh, man, I bet that game feels amazing. On PC, I I've watched a couple people streaming it on PC. I bet it feels and fantastic. It just, like, just the amount of control you have. Yeah. With uh, the two the two hints if you are gonna play it that I'll give you is bump up on console, bump up the auto aim a little bit. Like it, it's got like you can adjust how much magnetism it has. Mm. So it's like the default is like sixty. I bumped it up to like seventy, and that I felt like that really helped, especially when you're you're fighting enemies that are way far away or yeah or small like ground units well that's the thing the ground unit and most of the game you fight ground units um you know other grab cycles and other bosses they're big deals Mm. when they show up so um yeah being able to like tightly aim is pretty key oh look who's in the chat lz yo what's up Logie bear (laughs) (laughs) nice you crushed that you did killed it um 
And then the second hint would be like you can adjust the difficulty before like before each level. Oh, cool. So like I would start off on the like there's like four difficulty levels. I start off on the second one just to kind of get ramped up. And then if you feel like you've really gotten it and you're not like you're not dying at all, then maybe bump it up to the next one. Uh, there's a pretty big skill gap between the second and the third level. <laughs> so um, makes all the difference. Yeah. And the third level in particular is pretty tough. So you played that one on easy, didn't you? I not easy, easy. <laughs> he took it down. <laughs> I would have. Well, I know you would. You play all games that way, though. Yeah. You don't ever go up. I'm there for the story. Yeah. So my final score on this, my rating, it's fanboy worthy. Um, I think it's it's worthy of your time. Um, I think it's got great multiplayer from what I have played and what I, I mean, I'll continue to play it and report back. Um, Does it respect your time? Yeah. That's the thing. It's not, it's not grindy. It's not loot boxy. It has some challenges and cosmetics you can chase on the multiplayer side of things. So I actually have a question about the multiplayer. Yeah. Is there like a level system? Do you level up or do you just try to unlock things via you just challenges? unlock things. So there's no levels? No. Okay. Not as of right now. Because I'm a there's, there's a, there's like a level. level there's a level in the campaign. Oh, cool. So in the campaign. Did you cap it? The way, no. It's actually pretty difficult. Really? Yeah. Um, you can upgrade your crew, like your crew's abilities, health. Damage yeah. output, um, you know their special abilities like how fast those regen, how fast they can come back after they've been knocked out, um, and to up there's two different things you have to get. You have to you have to get salvage to upgrade. It's essentially your XP bar, mm-hmm. um, and then when you're searching for salvage or you do challenges, you unlock upgrade points, and then you can apply those and certain upgrade points on the uh trees on the the character's trees are tied to what level you are. So it's not like you can just like make one character super powerful right away. You like it forces you to kind of stagger where you're it allows some customization but it's I mean you can't overpower mm-hmm. one character after like the third mission. Mm. Sweet. Very cool. Yeah. Chose an interesting time to release. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, they released this game while working from home as well. So That's super cool. Like crazy. It's that crazy. Three platforms, international, you know, worldwide. Yeah, I'm interested launch. to see how the servers respond. Yeah. I I'll, be, I'll be on tonight, so I'll let you know. <laughs> so that's all I did this week. Play lots of Disintegration. That's awesome. That's our first review copy for video games. Yeah. That's a milestone. What would you give it out of 10? I know we usually don't do that, but usually we're doing things post. Yeah. I think it's like, and and I'll caveat this just because I don't feel like I can give the multiplayer a full like number by itself. But like it's probably a, it's probably like an 8 out of 10 for me. Sweet. Um. Like I said, there's there's some moments when it you can tell that it's just it maybe didn't have quite enough manpower or mm. polish or money behind certain things. Um, things like I mean, some of it's even like the opening cutscene feels 
pretty quick. And part of that's probably just to get you into the game. Yeah. But I think part of it is like, well, how much time do we and money do we really want to spend on these opening credits? Let's just kind of like... Let's get moving. Let's montage our way through this so we can get into it. Um, and that's mm-hmm. fine. It it just is noticeable when you, you know, come from, when you're looking or comparing it to other huge games. Right. So. Very cool. I see that Angel is in the chat. Yeah. What's up, Angel? It's been a while. I think I'm doing well. I think Brett's doing well. I'm doing all right. Yeah. We're all doing good. Luke's doing, doing well. We're all doing all right. How, how are you? Also, he missed it. I watched the platform, and I know he's probably seen it. Nice. I'm betting. Nice. Okay. Luke, how are you doing? Um, what did you do this week? Podcast, I... That podcast once in on the show. Um, I played the new season of Destiny that dropped this week. I've been doing a lot of that. Um, but the two new things that I did was I watched a movie that came out in 2017 that I just never got around to. And that is The Disaster Artist. Ooh, yes. Um, it's the tr- true story about how the worst movie ever made <laughs> got, made. <laughs> got made. And it stars James Franco and Dave Franco. Seth Rogen has a small role in it. Lots of other just fun little cameos of people playing stuff. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. I thought it was so funny, and I think it really helps, too, that I've seen The Room. Yeah. Um, how you doing there, kitty cat? <laughs> Got anything to say? Meow. <laughs> I wonder if it's picking up the frame. Um, but that is just an absolute wild story. The story of Tommy Wiseau and Greg mm-hmm. Zestero and how they just decided to make their own movie, and it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> Bite it. <laughs> um, Podcat is um, here to make hang mess. out. If you haven't seen The Room and you have an opportunity sometime in the future to go to one of those screenings, do I, it. I really, really highly recommend you do it. You're in for a horrible treat. <laughs> and I use that yeah, yeah. in the best way possible. The movie <laughs> is it's so bad. But it is so much fun to watch with all the shenanigans that the audience does throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then seeing the disaster artist, um, really two things that I got out of it. Um, heck, don't be afraid to like follow your dream. Mm-hmm. These dudes made the worst movie possible. And I mean, it's not really the route you want to try and go, but they're famous now because of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, shoot your shot, man. Um, and the other thing is... James Franco's really talented. Yeah. I don't give him enough credit. He's a great actor. I Did he direct this? Oh, really? I didn't know that. I can't remember. I think it says James Franco film at the end. Oh, nice. Um, I think he wrote it. No, he didn't. I, I don't remember. Whatever. I should have looked it up. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. It's really funny. And to see all the like behind the scenes of what happened was just hilarious the best part of the movie though is he when did direct it he did yeah. okay the best part of the movie i think is when the movie ends because there's comparisons of these actors mm-hmm. reenacting scenes from the movies and they're right next to each other and they're just so spot on and it is so funny <laughs> oh my gosh i 
I can't wait to watch it again. I thought it was so good. Love it. Um, I think it won an Oscar for screenwriting. I don't remember. Um, but super good stuff. Tommy Wiseau is crazy. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing I did um, was I watched the new Spike Lee joint, um, The Five Bloods, which came out on Netflix this weekend. Nice. And wow. I don't know if anybody has heard about what like film Twitter has been talking about this movie. Whatever they said, it's true. Um, <laughs> it's good, man. It is. It's so well made. I think in my tweet, I said, whatever it gets nominated for come Oscar time. Sure. It deserves no argument from me. Whatever category probably accepts international movie because it can't be nominated. <laughs> but, um, what if that's what they have to do to get it a win? Oh my gosh. If okay, if if Delroy Window, the 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 lead of the movie, doesn't get nominated, Luke's gonna have serious questions. <laughs> First question is, how were this many performances this good this year? Because that's probably saying something. And then, why did he get snubbed? But um, <laughs> I I really wanted to watch this because I loved Black Klansmen. Um. I think Black Klansman is still my favorite Spike Lee movie. I, Spike Lee joint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed that. And I don't think a movie has ever made me more angry than that one. Mm. Um, but the, the thing about this one is it's just so incredibly timely with yeah. everything that's going on right now. And nothing was changed about the movie. No release dates or change or anything. And you're watching, you're just like, wow this this matches up so perfectly um i kind of i talked about Del, delroy lindo he's fantastic in the movie um but really the whole cast is good um the the premise really kind of actually caught me off guard i didn't expect it to go more action me mm-hmm. in the second half i thought it was going to be more drama oriented I mean, the premise is they're go- these black veterans are going back to Vietnam um, because it's where their squad leader died and they're going to go find his body because they, they had to leave him there. But also they had buried some gold. Um, and things things really happen. And it's just, it's really powerful to see and, like these vets go back and like they're, f- they're fighting in a war that we shouldn't have been in. When, like, the whole civil rights movement is going on back home. Mm-hmm. And, then, like, to see them react to what's going on at home when they're doing these flashbacks is like, oh, my gosh. Um, I think I cried, like, three times. Oh, man. Not, like, bawling, but, like, just, like, couldn't hold the tears back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. Dang it. You got me, man. <laughs> oh, it's it's really, really good. Um, I'd give it a fanboy worthy. Um, I, I do hope a lot of people give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gets it gets pretty gory at parts, mm. and I was I honestly I, I don't know if I didn't see it coming, but I was just like, oh wow, didn't expect that much. Um, it's it's a tough watch. It's a good watch, and just how time relative it is at this point is really impactful too. Yeah. Um, so I'd really encourage people to go check that out and watch Black Klansman. Yeah. I don't know if we ever reviewed that on here. I think you did. 
Um, yeah, I think you did when you you'd seen it first yeah. before. Have you seen it? Uh huh. I haven't seen it yet. I just I I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters, and it came on Blu-ray, and I bought it like the first day. This <laughs> is like I was buying it. I know I'm gonna like it. It's on uh, it's on HBO Max, right? I think so. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah that pretty sure I've seen it while scrolling through there. Yeah, that is really good too. Highly recommend both of those. Yeah. That's everything I did. Nice. Wow. Every, everything, else, everything else is Destiny related with me. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about Destiny news? Uh, yeah. Let's, Should we just jump into that? Let's get into Destiny news. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Destiny had a probably their E3. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it would have been. Yep. And they just decided to kind of drop the next three years <laughs> of stuff that they're going to release. Yeah. Like what the world? Um, we Destiny got three is dead. Long live Destiny two. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Long live Destiny. Destiny, yeah. Do you think we'll drop it too? No, you don't. No, they need to. They they had some follow up interviews where they're like, we don't want to confuse people. This is it's a good point. Destiny two is the home of Destiny now, though. Okay, so. good point. What if you're like, oh, I want to get Destiny. You actually buy Destiny one, <laughs> and you have nothing. <laughs> I guess it probably will get like ten dollars. All the menus are really blocky. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what is Why this? Why is Destiny two t- or Destiny ten dollars? I gotta get this. Oh, it's the wrong game. Well, it's free. So yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you go to Walmart, you can buy a physical copy of Destiny two for three cents. Wow. I'm not sure I need it. a physical copy. <laughs> I'm digital, anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they showed the new trailer for what is going to be their next um, expansion, which is Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Uh, we're going to Europa. I'm excited. The Stranger, Eris, and Drifter are hanging out there. The Stranger's back! Oh my gosh. Yes. I am so excited. This trailer got me all kinds of hype. Mm-hmm. It was it was a really well-made trailer, too. Yeah, I still want a movie of Destiny. Oh, yeah. I don't know. In that I animation, love, I would love a, like a mini series of like twelve-minute episodes. Yeah, just yeah. like real quick things. Like, where did Zavala come from? Let's learn about Zavala a little bit. Or who's this? Who's this? Uh, where, let's learn about the Postmaster. I don't know. <laughs> like little comedy sketches. Sketches. Eva Levante and her uh, uncle. I want to know where's Finchurch. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? Um. So we're also though. Yes. So not only we're we going to Europa, Europa. We the pyramid ships are here this mm-hmm. season. They've Hang started out. to show up, and next season we are going to get to wield the darkness, the power of the darkness, stasis. So we're getting a new. Oh boy, new <laughs> elemental subtype. I saw the the one had two axes. Yeah, in his hand, hunter. and the I hunter. was like, "Yep, dude, that." <laughs> Yep. I've watched Call it. me Nightwolf. Here I come, baby. <laughs> I've watched the gif of that part from the trailer where it's like, wield, and it's the hunter doing the, yeah. the darkness probably like a thousand <laughs> times. I just think it looks so sick. Yeah, I can't wait to run around with axes. Hope they can throw them. I think the, hun- I think it's, the hunter can. going to be throw one. Yeah. Because like, you have Dawnblade and I have hammers. Yeah. So you, we both have a... I got a throwing knife. They've also kind of talked about how <laughs> this, no. how yeah, most likely the stasis subclass is going to be different than the like, regular, like, like the way it functions classes. Right. So you're going to, I think, I think hypothesis here, we're going to go back to more of a destiny one style where it's like, here's your things, pick what you want. 
Oh boy. There's gonna be a lot of shield bashing in Titan World. <laughs> Simon! Podcat, stop it. I think the idea of wielding darkness is super cool. I'm really excited for a new subclass just because it's been the same three forever. Yeah. Um only thing I wasn't happy about is there's no new enemies yet. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. I was kind of surprised about that too. Um, that was the only thing. Everything else was fantastic. I can't wait. I I still I still have a have a suspicion that that might be the card they're holding still behind their back. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. Mm-hmm. Because if those ships pull up and we open them up and there's just like hive chilling in there, I'm gonna be pretty upset. <laughs> there should be like bring a sword. So, yeah, bring, <laughs> bring, bring a sword. hive on the field. <laughs> High five, <laughs> sword. Uh, but then in 2021, we get the next expansion, the Taken King. Wait. Oh no, sorry. It's the Witch Queen. Yeah, the Witch Hunter. Savathun. That's what I keep calling it. I don't know why. <laughs> Vin Diesel's going to show up. He's going to help us. <laughs> so we're going to get another hi- big hive expan- hive slash taken expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some really cool story threads that they're kind of laying down now. All yeah. the Akra stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm, I, can't, I can't wait to see Savathun. And I can't wait to just get absolutely wrecked in the intro. <laughs> the first mission. He's going to be like, <laughs> you're like, ah. <laughs> Just Man, like that. in this season, jumping across the lanterns, I was like, yeah, I can't wait for next year. Right. Like, Beyond Light's cool, but nah. Yeah. I'm ready for next season mm-hmm. or next year. Yep. And then they even announced 2022. Um, now it's called Light, and it's, Light It seems Fall, like yeah. it's more in progress. Yeah. That's a that's a definitely a mm-hmm. working title yeah. name. But Lightfall, yeah, with the pyramid in front of the Traveler. Oh, boy. That's um, when we'll find out that. We've been the bad guys the whole time. Uh-oh. I think it's there's definitely a... Uh, my guess, if Destiny if Destiny 2 is not ending then, which I don't think it is at this point, um, I think that's where we're essentially going to get our light abilities completely stripped away. And everything switches to darkness. And we're, it, everything's in darkness. Ooh. Oh my gosh. And then, Sign and then up. guess what they can do over the next couple years? Bring back light abilities, <laughs> yeah. rework them, right? Like yeah, yeah, rebalance in, everything. In cool new ways. Hey, I'm here so. for it. Um, but then the other thing they kind of announced was, well, I mean, Destiny's kind of becoming a massive game. Yes. This is what I'm most excited for. And so they announced the Destiny Content Vault. Yeah, the DCV. Yeah, and so they're going to be putting some things in the vault, won't be playable anymore, but they're going to be bringing back old things like from d1 mm-hmm. so like vault of glass raid <laughs> i text brett like i text the group as that was happening and i was like brett they're gonna do the thing <laughs> they're gonna do it i am and then they're like vault of glass 2021 i was like oh yes <laughs> they're doing it i'm so glad i got back on this game i'm really excited that i'll finally be able to play those and i'm oh, actually we're gonna get really happy so i hard. don't <laughs> have to go back to d1 to do it yeah i think it, i would actually struggle to go like Back. to D one supers and yeah. something. Mm, like yeah, that. Um, I don't know. I I wouldn't mind having myself res back. <laughs> I just cannot wait to go into D1 the vault of glass, rocks. updated with D two mechanics, and just like so walk in the first encounter and be like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I just can't wait to see. <laughs> <it. laughs> uh oh. 
We missed one. We missed one. Oh, the freaking oracles. That's a wipe. <laughs> that's a wipe. I think let's, that's uh, the rate wipe I wipe the most. Let's wipe this thing so we can one. learn how to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's like our famous line. <laughs> let's go ahead and fail this real quick and figure it out. Um, but the future for Destiny is quite bright. Yep. It's got a lot of light in it. Ooh, Even as the darkness descends. I'm yep. I'm so jacked, I can't wait. I'm totally going to use the dark powers all the time. So okay. get ready to talk a lot more Destiny, everybody. Do we need a spinoff <laughs> podcast? We might. <laughs> we, might. <laughs> we might need like a spinoff like 30-minute episode every week. Uh, Brett can be the host, and we can rotate you, me, and Hunter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh. Maybe that'll get Hunter into this thing. <laughs> there we go. Oh, well, there's a little Destiny mini section. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what other news do you have? Do you have any news? PS5 did some stuff, but oh we'll gosh. talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, we'll talk. Let's talk about that later. Um, no, the so Remedy, the company who made Alan Wake, Quantum Break. I was trying to think if they made any Control. other games that rhymed. And Control, <laughs> Control had a mate. job listing go up today mm-hmm. for a senior executive role for the Control franchise. What? We're getting some sequels. That's awesome. I'm excited. I just really want the DLC to come out on Xbox because it's like 60 days after PlayStation. Boo. But Boo, time exclusives. Stop doing that. Yeah, time exclusives suck. But no, I'm really excited about that because Control is fantastic. Mm. Yes. I'll leave it there. Do everything you just said. Yep. More more control is a good more control video games is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Way to catch yourself good there. Say. <laughs> Luke, did you have any other gaming news specifically? Uh gaming news. Uh there's a reveal trailer today. There was oh, yeah. um, for Star Wars Squadron. Mm-hmm. Squadron. 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 That is squadrons. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this looks like a fun little arcadey multiplayer arcade. game. Yeah. So it, it was confirmed that it, so it's it's essentially a Star Wars dogfighting game. Dogfighting flight sim game. Uh, it's got both campaign and multiplayer modes, but it's not a full release game, right? Where there's they're saying forty dollars, mm-hmm. I think. Yep, mm-hmm. and it comes out October second. That's dope. I'm excited about it. I like. I remember seeing the the title for it because I think on Sunday they confirmed, yeah. or Saturday or Sunday they confirmed it, and I saw the title card and I was like, it looks more like an arcade game. And then they showed the trailer and I was like, oh, that's a really good trailer. And then they're like, October second, forty dollars, and I was like. That is an arcade game. <laughs> Perfect. It kind of it kind of reminded me of uh, like the way they kind of explain their campaigns. It kind of reminds me of Titanfall mm-hmm. and like having a multiplayer campaign where like it's not really a campaign, but the missions have a story behind them yeah. or the the matches have a story behind them. Um, I'm the excited. Titanfall. Yeah, Titanfall one. Titanfall two. It's just awesome. Like, what an awesome campaign. One of the best campaigns ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. But. I'm excited for Star Wars Squadrons, especially at a price point of $40. Like, yeah. I'm way more likely to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I'm still pretty iffy. I would like to see gameplay um, first. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Well, well, yeah, if gameplay comes out and it sucks, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, the trailer is great, but I've seen some great trailers for things. Video games in the game is just like nothing close to what they've shown so. look there hasn't been a good dog fighting game hot take here mm. since crimson skies high road to revenge back on the original xbox i didn't play that one 
I can't I can't amazing. argue with them because I don't play enough of them. I don't play enough either. So that's a really bad time. that's a really bad blanket statement. Fighting game. Hashtag don't come at me. I remember Ace combat at Comic Con where you got VR sick. For yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> like the rest of the day, you're just like, <laughs> I got a headache. <laughs> Where's the after party? <laughs> um. Okay. I there was a. Unless you have more video nope, games. go for it. Um, there was a movie trailer that dropped this week. Um, this one's an Oscar movie for sure. Yeah. yeah. If it doesn't get nominated. It won't get What's nominated. wrong with the world? It's Bill and Ted facing music. Yeah. Bill and Ted 3. This is a great um, trailer. It is an awesome trailer. Three. Three. It's It's... It's so meta and fun and yes. perfect, I think, right now. And in, my guess is it's the kind of... It's the kind of movie that we need just to like collectively feel feel like we can take even just like a two hour break and laugh Mm -hmm. and then get back to the issues that really matter but like Mm -hmm. you gotta remember that it's okay to have fun and this just seems like that kind of movie yes hopefully it's not a zoolander 2 or (laughs) there's always a chance unfortunately i think it already is better than those (laughs) and i've only seen the trailer Fingers crossed. I think you're right. Like, the Zoolander trailer was not good. The I, Zoolander 2 trailer. Yeah. It was bad. Like, it was bad from the start. <laughs> Podcat be loud What do you today. want, Podcat? All right, what we got next? Um, Bill and Ted 4. Well. Well, yeah, obviously. No. <laughs> if this is going to get an award, we're going to have to wait to see because the Academy Awards were delayed from... This guy's in podcast mode. February That guy's in podcast mode. April 25th, 2021. Um, and also the uh, the window of the eligibility yeah. was extended as well so that movies that come out in January and... And February. February yeah. um, have, have the opportunity to be nominated. Good move. No, it's, it's even crazier. Move. We're going to get good movies in January, probably. No, It's going to be the weirdest January. <laughs> so what month will become the bad month? Uh, it's probably early September. We won't Late ha- August. We won't, have a, we won't have a bad month for a year. Yeah, we will. I don't think so. I don't think we'll have a bad month until... There's just going to be so many until movies. Until <laughs> January 2022. Where's Venom 2 at? <laughs> One movie doesn't drag the whole thing down, Luke. What if what if everybody goes <laughs> for the whole month because they're like, oh, it's going to make another billion dollars or however much it made? It's possible somehow. I suppose it's possible. You mean Venom? Is it called Venom 2 or let is there it be Venom? Let, let, there let them be carnage. Yeah. <sighs> no one's going <laughs> to use that. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Venom. I got cat hair all over my mic now. Sorry. What the heck, podcast? With, with things being delayed. Mm-hmm. Uh... Warner Brothers delayed some movies this week. Yeah. Uh, Tenet got delayed till July 31st. Which, a two-week bump? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, Wonder Woman got delayed again to Aww. October 2nd. Second? Yeah. It hurts my heart. Uh, I don't know. Maybe by then it'll even out and we'll be able to go to the movies. Yeah. But I have a feeling there will be more delays. Yeah, probably. Tenet's getting delayed <laughs> again for Cod's sure. A- God. Godzilla vs. Kong got delayed yeah. until May. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big delay. And that one was supposed to come out in November, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, that's seven months. Yeah. And then, I mean, Matrix 4 is coming out in 2022 now. It's crazy. So. It's going to continue to go that way, too. Come here, come here podcast. For a while. Um, well, we, we're talking about delays. AMC expects to have 
most of their theaters open. We're talking like 95 up percent of their theaters open worldwide by mid-July. I, It'll be interesting to see if that actually happens. Well, if they don't open them, then they're probably going to close them forever. So Yeah, that's true. But... You open them with nothing showing. Who's gonna go? I mean, so you can only show so many like reruns of the Goonies or Inception. <laughs> Inception has been rumored to be re-released. Yeah, on July seventeenth, which was the original date for. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> he just wants attention, and he's getting it. Uh, it was the original date of Tenet, is what I was trying to say, until the cat meowed and jumped. <laughs> yeah, You're I'd a be, weirdo, kitty cat. I'd be cool to watch Inception again in theaters, but I probably won't go to the AMC. I would be cool to watch it in theaters once. <laughs> I'd be cool to use my Regal Pass. Yeah. But yeah. I can't with AMC. <laughs> it's okay. They, they bump it. Uh, so if I go to AMC, I'm buying a Universal t-shirt to wear. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Like I'll get a Universal Studios hat, t-shirt. Love it. Lanyard. Like I would go in there as a Universal fanboy. I love it. Gotta be a fanboy of something. That's or right. everybody's fanboy of something. Maybe um, I'll meet Michael B. Jordan in our AMC pitch. I'm going with you. Michael B. Jordan office style TV show. <laughs> we gotta say AMC. So another thing that's potentially like starting back up in the movie kind of realm is production is kind of starting back up for a few studios mm-hmm. um universal uni- universal <laughs> announced that jurassic oh. world 3 yes um gonna be starting again up at pinewood studios i don't know if anyone cares about that fun not, fact not in really England. um but also an avatar in avatar oh, was the only no. one that was like mentioned in in the article do we I have to read. i'm gonna watch those and love them watch it's gonna happen Probably. Gosh dang it. <laughs> so, yeah. Other news? Um, so, Comic-Con was canceled this year. Um, but then this week, they posted a little video and they're like, Hey, Comic-Con this year, you're going to be able to have the best seat. It's going to be comfy. You can wear whatever you want. You can bring your pet and all this stuff. Mm. Guess what? Comic-Con okay. isn't home. Um, it was confirmed by the actual spokesperson from Sweet. SDCC. Um, I can't remember if they announced dates yet if, or if they're still the same. Um, I think it's the 22nd and 23rd of July. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I saw Canceled. that. <laughs> Boo! Not anymore. It's at home. Oh, uh, they set dates. Um, what are they? July 22nd through the 26th. Ooh, I was pretty close. Badges will be available for fans to print and wear at home if they so choose. <laughs> I'm totally getting one, man. Oh, That's my awesome. goodness. Oh, wait, and it's there. completely free. This is... Okay, yeah. The, continue the, what you were going to say. Yeah, Sorry. The cool thing is it's completely free. Yep. Um, so everybody will really be able to experience Comic-Con together instead I, of following a Twitter feed. Yeah. Or waiting in line for 40 eight hours straight to not get in (laughs) so this is gonna kind of tip off something i think we'll talk about later but this could be the end of comic-con like this is like the ps5 event was it it broke like every record for gaming thing like gaming viewership yeah 
Like, this is going to break SDCC's record of people by far. Mm -hmm. Like, they could make these kind of things far more profitable if this is the route we go moving forward. I think you could have a really cool opportunity to include everybody, have a free option. And also, I don't care, like, let people buy a special pass and get them into a virtual Hall H. Right. I don't know if they could figure out how to stop a stream of that coming straight from somebody's right. computer. That yeah. would be the tough thing. I'm not I, techie enough to figure. There will always be possible. an SDCC, but like this could become a permanent staple mm-hmm. of it. Yep. Um, also, it's rumored um, that DC is going to have their own little thing. I think it's called DC Fan Dome. Weird. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunder Dome. <laughs> Is if you have a DC Universe account, do you get to go for free? <laughs> Better. That'd be awesome. Um, but no, that's, they're going to have all the all the DC pre- trailer premieres and different things are going to be there. I, it will be. Are we going to get a Suicide Squad trailer? Probably. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. What else they got a show right now? Well, that, that we have one guy. Wonder Woman trailer. We've only ever got the one. That's true. So that's how how smart do they look for holding off on their marketing? It, it has worked out so well for them. Very like, well. it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Doritos is like, we're cashing our check, but at this point, it's not really doing a whole lot for us. <laughs> um, I imagine they'll put something together for the Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They haven't filmed. I think they said they've done 25% of it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll have something. We'll get a look at the Riddler or yeah. something. The full yeah. bat suit. The full mm-hmm. bat suit and probably a couple of the villains. Yeah, first poster. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow managed to get the rock in there somehow. <laughs> for, they'll, for they'll have Adam. something for they'll, Black They'll Adam. have a lot of stuff. But, I mean, yeah. they also got all the stuff for DC Universe. They've got HBO with Green Lantern. And, and um, Strange Adventures. Yeah. Let's go. Justice That's, League I'm Dark, so all that stuff. Strange Adventures. There's all the CW crap they got going on. So, they'll have plenty of stuff. Yep. And I think we got to talk on. about the firings and stuff. Who got fired? Oh, we talked about that last week. No, I'm saying they'll have to talk about it, like who they're going to recast and uh, all that stuff. Maybe he'll disappear and they'll work it into the story. Well, they'll say, because I guess, and I, I was kind of reading Kate about Kane. this. Apparently he stretched into a different person at one point. So they can just make him change the way he looks, I guess. I don't know. Metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. I didn't like my face. Oh, we didn't talk about transmog on Destiny. We got to talk about that later. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Comic-Con at home. I'm done. All I have is PS5. Okay. Uh, well, real quick, before before we hit PS5, I do want to mention... Fave. Um, fave. The, the The thing with... The, the bagel. H- what? It's a bagel. Oh, uh, the bagel. <laughs> a what? <laughs> uh, community. Bagel? You mean a bagel? Um, so this week, we had HBO Max temporarily remove Gone with the Wind oh, yeah. from its streaming service. Um, I wouldn't normally mention this, except that I had a conversation with someone this week who was completely uninformed about it and was like, you know, Warner Brothers is, you know, trying to censor censor it and take it all, take it all away and, like, act like it never happened. That's just not true at all. Um, it got pulled down. It does have some questionable uh and i say that that's like the most generous way i can phrase it 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 does 
portrayed, you know, the the Confederacy in a uh, positive light, um, mm-hmm. and, and that's problematic. Um, and they essentially just said, right now, maybe what's best is that we take that down. We come up with something, some some documentation. Maybe we do some interviews. I don't I don't know what this is going to look like, but um, it's going to come back um, with uh, some additional information to help explain, like, this is the time period in which it's set. This is the situation that was around it. And here's, you know, here's... Here's why the movie's on here, but... Yeah, like, there's value to it outside of the fact that it maybe glorifies the South, Mm -hmm. right? That doesn't have to be the thing that, like, defines the movie. It's certainly part of the movie. Um, I, so I think that's I think that's smart. I think that's fine. Um, we'll see it come back. They certainly, they've, they've not pulled it from shelves. You can still buy it, you know. And I think the other thing that you have got to remember is with any kind of streaming service, things are bound to come and go. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want something to be available, buy it physically. Yep. I cannot stress that enough. Don't count on Voodoo to be around in a hundred years <laughs> when we're all cyborgs. Ayo. <laughs> Somebody played Disintegration. Are we trying week. to not become cyborgs then? Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. I thought it'd be pretty cool, but <laughs> um we'll get tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, so if there is if there is a particular piece of media um that you you care about, um I'm not trying to say that for the wrong reasons, right? But mm. yeah, I mean, okay, this is not Gone with the Wind. Yeah, but Batman v Superman and Wonder Woman are leaving HBO Max, and people are getting all up in arms about HBO Max taking them off. Mm. I guarantee you, all those people own that movie. Yeah. yeah First yeah. of all, why are you watching on HBO <laughs> Max? You should be using a disc. It's gonna be better. Yeah. It's gonna be clear. It's it gonna sound way better. better. You don't have to buffer but, if your internet sucks. Like that's that's what Netflix, that's what Amazon, that's what Hulu does. They rotate they put something content. on and they take it off. And then what does everybody do? They go, What? And they bring it back. And what does everybody go? Oh, it's back, it's back. Everybody watch it. <laughs> and then they don't watch it. It's it's it it gains press. Yep. Yep. That's that's why they do it. Don't yep. lose your cookies, people. Like, calm down a bit. <laughs> okay. As I freak out over it. Let's uh <laughs> let's pivot to something. Kind of awesome. Oh, are we are we pivoting? I'm not. I'm you just traveled. You didn't lay down your your pivot foot. My apologies. I'm staying right I here. Mine is this, clearly down. The correct side of the mic, and so that means I have to stretch. Oh, hey, thanks, Tyler. I just yell louder. <laughs> so we back. had the uh, the PlayStation Five reveal event. Oh, I feel like a loser. No, I'll switch back. No, go back. Can you guys make up your minds? No, no. No, we agreed. <laughs> I mean, yes. Wait. Uh, what the, What reveal? This is chaos. Sony revealed the PlayStation 5. Are we excited? Yes. Obviously. Okay. Well, I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, y'all absolutely. Y'all don't seem to want to talk about it because you're just talking about pivoting and... No, no, no. It's not y'all. It's, it's Luke who's talking about <laughs> pivoting. I'm just sitting here trying to keep my head straight so we can talk about video games that I'm really excited about. Veggie games. Veggie games. Fantastic. Okay. Veggie games. So Veggie Tales. Oh, do we want to talk tales. about games or hardware first? Let's just get the hardware out of the way. 
Because the games are the meat of it. The games are what saved this. <laughs> <laughs> I, are you going to buy the air conditioning tower or not? Eventually. No. Maybe when they have a matte black one. Ooh, I love the white. White consoles are black for me. <laughs> so this is super strange because I really like my white Xbox. Mm-hmm. I do not like the white PlayStation. I didn't like the controller either. Yeah. Like, I think I thought it looked weird, but like, I don't hate the design of it. I just kind of wish it would have been black. I, I'm with you, I think. I think I would have liked the black console. Yeah. I, it, these things tend to kind of go back and forth. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For so sure. There will be. Um, probably all different kinds. There'll of be colors. a black one. There'll be a Spider-Man themed one. There'll be mm-hmm. a Horizon. One of one of my interesting um, hypotheses, and I don't know if this has been disproven Hypothes- or not. Hypotheses. I would love if those if those side fins were removable, so you could just buy different color different ones. Different color like, ones. Think of like the 360 hmm. faceplate. Yeah. But like, oh, I'm gonna get the exclusive Spider-Man. I want the R2D2 one. How much money did Xbox lose on the? Customizable faceplates, though. <laughs> oh, so much. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I don't think it's it, it is that is how it's made. They will be made, but uh, I, I would love that. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. You know, it's I, a good consu- consumer friendly yeah. way of approaching things. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. not their mo. Yep. I did like the design of the console. Um, I thought it was f- really funny because they show it to you, and you're like, I was like, oh, whoa, that was not what I was expecting. <laughs> But the thing you can't tell is you can't tell how tall it is. It's huge. Which I think is hilarious. It yeah. is so It makes big. so many good memes. <laughs> yeah. But the console itself is big. Yeah. Like it's a huge console. Mm-hmm. But it's like so skinny. It's like, it's the complete opposite of the Series X. Oh, yeah, yeah. Series X is a block. It's a block. And this one is like wavy and it's futuristic <laughs> and it's got the white fin sides and it's super tall and skinny. And it's like, did they meet and just decide <laughs> to like do the opposite thing? Like, hey, we're going to do this and uh, you guys are going to do that. It's going to be great. We're going to look totally different. Yeah. Perfect. We've historically made white consoles. You guys have historically made black consoles. Let's switch that up this time around. I think it'll be interesting too. I'll be able to actually see where my PS, I almost said four. Your PlayStation is. buttons are? No, just where the console is, because on my little TV stand, I got this little black square over on the side, and my PS4 fits perfectly on it. I'm going to be honest, sometimes I forget it's there, and I just sit stuff on it. I'm like, oh, that's I just, not a shelf. That's a that's an expensive piece of hardware there. Well, expensive, I mean, not really anymore. I like that you'll be able to see your buttons on this one, because mm-hmm. like I have an older PlayStation 4. And like the logos on the buttons are so small mm. that you like, I have to really look at them. And when it's dark, because I'm playing a game that I want good lighting in, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just straight up Senor Chang <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out how to turn it off or on. But no, I, I mean, overall, I don't hate the design. I just think it would have looked better in a darker colorway. I don't, I don't hate it either. Um, I, as I've gotten older, have come to appreciate a more muted or subtle aesthetic something that doesn't stand out on your tv stand this thing if i put it on my tv stand guess what everyone's gonna look at right (laughs) which 
I get it from a marketing perspective. That is exactly what you want to do. Yeah. And I, I was like, when you texted that, I was like, no, I don't believe you're an exhaust guy. And I got no response. I was trying to get a rise out of you. And there's just nothing. I was so upset. Our group chat was fun. Real During that whole event. It was. It was fun. <laughs> it was awesome. So, no, I mean, what's, what's interesting is when I do get this, it'll, it probably will go like in my, like, in the, in the studio on my desk mm-hmm. and I'll play it in there and not on a monitor. On TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I do appreciate the fact that it is skinny. It will sit, stand up right yeah. next, nicely next to the Xbox. And, and it does sit on its side. They did clarify it. Even good. uglier on its side. I didn't think it looked good on its side. <laughs> I didn't see it. It just makes the like, it looks like a, like a weird ocean wave type looking mm-hmm. thing. It's weird. It's weird. But you know what? That's not the most important thing. Most important things are the games. That's right, baby. That's right. Yeah, what so good is a console if it has bad games? Let's talk about what games. Or no shows. games. Or no games. <laughs> games are. Above it's PS Five. Oh, what do you play on it? Oh, there's no games for it. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. Uh, nice TV stand ornament. Did you nice guys... tower of Sauron there? <laughs> I I don't necessarily think we need to go through every game. What? Okay, we'll go through every game. <laughs> go through all twenty four of the games or whatever. I'm used. just kidding. We don't have to. There's only two I care about. I'm curious about the ones that stood out to you. I don't think I need to answer. Um, <laughs> uh, go through the ones that I thought looked interesting, mm-hmm. yeah, but we go. don't really need to talk about a whole lot. Um, I thought Project Athia. I mm-hmm. thought it had a cool trailer. Um, looked fun. Um, I won't get it. I just thought it was a really interesting premise. There's a premise. It's about a cat exploring a city yeah, yes I, that looks I awesome. may get that yeah i think i would get that i, I think, think it I'll looks awesome that. i i just really want to know what it's about give like, me a cat with a backpack stray? any day yeah stray stray right yeah mm. it's like humanity has died and this cat's just like look at all these stupid robots yeah. <laughs> um, i got my cool backpack on i want to know how he gets the backpack off that's the important question just, well that, They've I, evolved. A, a, I want to know if it's. Um, I want to know if it's <laughs> in the same universe thumbs. as um, um, Love, Death, and Robots episode. Mm. Three robots mm. with the cats. The world. It's a crossover. There you go. Crossover confirmed. Topher Grace will open his refrigerator in the end. Oh man. <laughs> um, the other one, another one, um, was Returnal. It was like mm-hmm. some shooter horror game looking thing with the spider on him. It's like you die and you have to start totally over. Dead um, cells. I, I thought it looked cool. It had, it had a nice it had trailer. A good aesthetic, a good mm-hmm. trailer, well made. I yeah, I don't tend to lean into those games quite as hard, but I don't it, know. It if definitely has an audience for sure. If it's I, and I don't remember if that one was confirmed. Was that a PS5 exclusive? I have no idea. Because there were a number of these that aren't PS5 exclusives. Mm-hmm. That's one that I would be willing to check out on the if it is a PS5 exclusive and I'm like I've kind of gone yeah. through everything right now. Yeah. I check that one out when it's on a uh, days of play sale yeah. kind of thing. Kind of bridge experience. I thought just looked like a more cartoony version of Horizon. <laughs> I thought that looked like what the you used desert... a staff and a bow, which is Horizon. Honestly, it looked <laughs> it looked to me like the desert temple run Unreal Engine five game. It yeah, what yeah. it made me think of something. So something to note. Um, I will say I was really impressed by the diversity of uh, audience, audience, like the games for different audiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought there were a number of these from like that one to Ratchet and Clank that I was like, oh, like in a year or two, Claire could play those. 
They had that one and they had the, uh, what is it? Because Claire couldn't the play Horizon. No. <laughs> Bag Boy or whatever his name is. Oh, oh. Bug Sack, Snacks? Sack Boy, Sack Boy yeah. Oh. Sack Boy was one. Bug Snacks is what you're thinking of with an X. <laughs> what the heck, man? They had Oddworld, too. Yeah. I thought Oddworld was Xboxes. Um, but It was on Xbox. It, like, it was like one of the r- r- launch games for the original Xbox. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. Um... Cool you guys that. can always yeah. jump in too if you have one that you want to make sure you talk yeah, about. Yeah, Deathloop. Deathloop was, was one that you mentioned. Was I thought, that one mm, at the Xbox? Sorry, I started choking there for a bit. At are the, you still? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Was Deathloop part of the Xbox third party? I did not. I don't I remember don't think so. it. I didn't remember it. I feel like I've talked about this game before. Because we is have Bethesda no, helping on there, it. No, but it, there is the, another the, one. Bethesda There's Software. an arena shooter that has like. You have like three rounds, and like so you play around, and then you, like, the winner of the, like the winner is whoever gets the circle first, and then you play a next round. But the the people the the first round repeats itself. So now there's instead of just doing it being two players, there's four players because there's the first two players, and then there's the current players. I'm making I'm not making any sense am I? No, this doesn't work I, for me. I just swear I've seen this trailer before. Okay, or, but I don't know. And I thought it's, it, was it is Arcane Studios, and their trailers tend to be very similar. Yeah, I could have so. sworn it was something like that Bethesda did. I thought it looked really cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought it looked. It, mm-hmm. I'm definitely it interested. A, yeah, and that one will be on Xbox. I imagine. I don't know who's. I don't, I couldn't tell you. Because what did Arcane do? Did they do Dishonored? Yes. Yeah, it'll be on Xbox. Yeah, unless they yeah, unless, unless they pick Sony up an exclusive type of thing. But um, and then I was excited about Ratchet and Clank, but I like yeah. Ratchet and Clank a lot. I think it's a fun little platformer. It is three D platformer game. I pick it up for twenty bucks. Yeah, just enjoy it. Uh, Jet the Far Shore uh, is a little space adventure game, kind of very artsy. Um, Again, I don't know much about it other than it looks cool. That's yeah. kind of what. That's this... how I feel like a lot of them were. Yeah, these are reveal trailers. Mm-hmm. They're not like here's all the mechanics. Yeah. This is like here's some things that get you thinking, to get you excited. Yep. So. Here's your sizzle reel. Yep. Is that all the trailers that aren't the big ones? What are you considering the big ones? Is Godfall a big one? Oh yeah, Godfall was in there. Sorry, that's not a game I'm remotely interested in, but it is a bigger one. So sure. they've been I don't think it. I'd ever seen anything. Oh really? I remember the first trailer for it time. that they showed last summer yeah, at the like Game Awards. Game Awards. They this showed it at like the Game winner. Awards. I don't. I was not expecting it to get. I guess to look like this. Mm-hmm. What terrible? <laughs> I think that yeah. game looks awful. <laughs> I think that like even the freaking video they showed of gameplay was framing and i was like what i just remember the trailer being so long and it had like rap music over yeah. it and i was like was this mortal Kombat?" <laughs> yeah i was like is, is ed boone coming out or like what is this i i, I was not impressed by it. i remember like the idea of it at the game awards I was like oh that's kind of cool like you know a hacker slasher version of a looter shooter essentially mm-hmm. i was like ah, that could be really fun and then this trailer comes out i'm like ew <laughs> ew <laughs> like i was like what is this i'm not at all interested like it completely turned me off to this game i yeah. and this is like one of their big launch ones i think too is like they're kind of pushing this one a little bit 
I hope it works out for them. I have other ones written down, but I honestly don't remember what they were. What do you got? Well, I just I was initially just writing them all down. I oh. skipped over a couple. So. Do I need to talk about Gran Turismo Seven? Uh that's their. I mean, that's their rival to Forza. I don't care about either one. Yeah. Um, one <laughs> real, trailer. I th- real real racing. <laughs> Boo. I think one of the coolest trailers was the um, Village. Resident Evil 8 trailer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That I really I really liked the bait-and-switch title thing. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's really cool. It's kind of clever. Um, and interesting bringing Chris back as a bad guy. One of their main protagonists throughout the series is now evil. So I'd be interested to see you know, what led to that decision. I won't play it. I'll read about it when it comes out so I know the story. Because I, I, I do think the Resident Evil games are... I mean, there's eight of them for a reason, and they're remaking all the old ones for a reason. They're they're good games, but <laughs> puberty, man, it's a crazy thing. Yeah, you guys will get through it eventually. One day, I turned 28 this month. Will so maybe I then. When does it start? 29. Ah, got a whole nother year. No, but the Resident Evil Village trailer was pretty cool. And there was one other one that I really liked. Demon Souls, Demons Souls. Dude, I honestly, two plural, two I don't, plurals. I don't play the Souls Souls games. Was but that like, a Dark Souls? It's Demon. Yeah, it's the first one. It's a remake. It's a of the remake. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I yeah. was, I never played them, never cared about them, but I saw that and I was like, wow, this looks like Dark Souls. And this, then Demon Souls came, I was like, <laughs> what is this? Some crappy knockoff? <laughs> what? Yeah, I honestly like it panned out, and then like it showed the landscape, and I was like. Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> the, the thing for me was the dude like hammering the shield into the ground. I was like, this reminds me of a Dark Souls clip I saw once. <laughs> this is the other trailer I wanted to talk about, and it's at this point I think I will die before this game is dead. That's Grand Theft Auto Five being oh. the first thing they showed for their whole event, which is the weirdest decision in my opinion. Um, this game has now spanned three console generations. Um, I am kind of both flabbergasted and annoyed. It's the most. What are, it's, it's it's the most profitable game profitable, ever. Profitable media ever. Yeah, it, I so, this is like them. Like Skyrim was not as possible, but I think Skyrim has been on more things, and I think they're just trying to compete with that. It's just so crazy to me. Like you open your PS5 reveal with the Rockstar logo, oh and everybody's gosh. like, "Oh, GTA 6, we're doing it!" And then it's like Grand Theft Auto 5, 2021. I was like, <laughs> "It was," a and then they showed nothing but PS4 choice. footage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and I was like, in the little corner, it was like PS4. I was like, "Wait, this is a this is a PS5." I was like, right? "What? Did I miss something?" Mm. So I just I thought that was an odd choice. I'm waiting for the Skyrim trailer for <laughs> xbox series x to open up dude that would be amazing <laughs> you know i'm buying it <laughs> what if they did that just to like just to make fun of sony yeah and just then, kidding this know, isn't actually happening the skyrim logo comes up comes up and then it goes just kidding and then it goes into the new trailer yeah like it's then backwards it's compatible it'll be on there of course no no they start <laughs> they start with the, the skyrim the skyrim trailer <gasps> they have a little <gasps> and then and then like halfway through like as skyrim comes up it just like it pans back. No, it should pan, it back. pan back, and you see that it's Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. And it's like a focus meeting of like the execs. Yeah. Like, so what should we call this one? This was the last one. Skyrim Two. 
No, I just, I don't know. It was an odd choice to me to do that. I, I would prefer that that game just kind of go away at this point. Well, the controversy didn't stop there because the very next thing they showed <laughs> <laughs> was awesome, or at least it, it, was, incre- so. it was incredible. It was incredible. It was awesome. We got a Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah, this is the thing. So, a- oh my god! <laughs> so this this trailer happens right, and I I text my wife and I go, "Well, guess I'm getting a PlayStation." <laughs> And she's like, what? And I'm like, Spider-Man Miles Morales, full game, holiday 2020. I'm buying a PlayStation. Screw Xbox. And and I'm sticking by it. I'm on it all day, all day long. <laughs> and then the controversy begins that this is actually just an expansion for a remaster of Spider-Man. And I'm like, well, screw PlayStation. I'm getting an Xbox. <laughs> and then Insomniac's like, nope, it's a standalone game. Coming holiday 2020. I'm like, screw Xbox. I'm getting a PlayStation. <laughs> And now I'm back at I don't know what I'm gonna do. So it is it is its its own standalone game. Yep. Uh, built on the Spider-Man engine. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, so it's a PS4 game. It's a PS4 game that's been enhanced for PS5. Do we did we get confirmation that it's PS5 only or is it, it sounds that way? Come to both. Everything I've seen, it sounds. I think that it's way. P- I think it's a PS5 exclusive, but that's so that's not. Ouch. Sorry, I didn't. I hey, didn't you know, at least they enhanced that haircut Miles had because that was bad. Yeah, that was nice. But the trailer was awesome, though. Mm-hmm. It was good. The freaking voiceover at the beginning, I was like getting emotional. I'm like, man, I love Miles. And when the music so comes much. in and he's swinging through New York, he's like, yeah. Yeah, like I love Miles, the character, so much, and he deserves so much more than just like a he expanded des- DLC. He deserves his own 30 hour campaign. Oh, 100%. And 100%. I'm still, even with it just like being, like they've been comparing it to Uncharted Lost Legacy. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing people comparing it to Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and stuff like that. Um, it's its own game, but it's going to be small. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably going to be like six to 10 hours mm-hmm. at most. It outgrew DLC size. So yeah. it is. Like Lost Legacy was going to be DLC for Uncharted 4, and they're like, we can make money off this. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and I hear it's a good game. I still need to play it. Um, but kind of sucks that Naughty Dog did that. It yeah. should have just been expanded, put into the, the game. Uncharted 4. Or like if you're going to do that, sell it for 30 or something. Yeah. Don't don't release it at the full $60 price point. Yeah. If Insomniac comes out and they're like, hey, we're going to release this at $30 on PS4 and PS5. I'd be very happy, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'll happily buy that." Mm-hmm. But if they're like sixty bucks only on PS Five, I'm like, "Well, <laughs> f me, I guess." Yeah. <laughs> and I remember, like, we watched. Well, we were all separate, but we were all watching this event, and we we're like, "Oh, Miles Morales," and I was like, "Yeah, Luke, that's all day. that's gonna be a ways away." And you're like, "No, it said holiday 2020." I was like, what? <laughs> 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 There's no way. And then all this stuff that comes out. That a game like, that, oh, that big can be made in what a year and a half, yeah, less. Unless they're the only way it could have happened is if they were making it side by side from the very beginning. Yeah, but it's frustrating. Yeah, I hope it's great. I, I, my guess is it still will be great. It's just probably smaller than what most people want. Yeah, I'm. They better put some respect on my man Miles's name. I cannot wait to see how they integrate his Venom strike. Dude, they did and the invisibility too, and I was like, yeah. "What?" I'm really, really curious how they yeah. how they implement that into the the combat. 
Me too. I this is the only trailer like there's another trailer that got me really really excited and I have not beat the first game for the other one. But like slap. Miles Morales is probably it's not even a probably. He's my favorite Marvel character. So like him getting his own game to me was so exciting. Only to be let down so hard when it's You're like getting I'm getting a, a mini campaign <laughs> of it's like when I found out like what the Red Hood DLC was for Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> I was like so excited. I was like, two oh, it's gonna be missions. dope. And it's like two missions that aren't open world. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that sucks. Bad Girl stuff's good though. Yeah, Bad Girl stuff is pretty good. Sorry. It, no, you're fine. You're fine. <clears throat> the the uh, best part of the entire show though, this is where, where Luke was getting real giddy. I thought of you and Brendan immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I. It was probably two seconds in the trailer. We and all knew this was, was just coming. There was a landscape though. of like an ocean or something, yeah. and the music starts coming. I was like, <laughs> "This is Horizon Zero Dawn sequel." I just like I when you did that, I immediately thought of like the Shack thing on Hot Wings. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Horizon Luke was like, "Type and type." Forbidden West. Forbidden West. Forbidden West. Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go into the Wilder. Yeah, we're going all the way to San Francisco. Yes. It's as far as the map goes. And it first game is like in Colorado. You yeah. go to Mile High. Yeah, you can find Mile um, High in the game. It's kind of cool. That's dope. So Horizon Zero Dawn is one of my favorite games. It's a, a super awesome world. Great combat, which is dura- de- designed around trapping, not just around fighting. Mm-hmm. It's pretty strategic. Shut up, cat. <laughs> I'm talking about Horizon. Mm. Um, yeah, it's one of my favorite games. It's gorgeous. It is a gorgeous hey game, there. and this one just looks like so much better. And I can't wait. I I was like losing my mind during this trailer, <laughs> man. I've watched it a couple times. <laughs> it's it's a good trailer. As someone who is like, I am I'm really I still don't have PS4, but I really want to play get through get one at some point, find one for cheap, and I I want to play Last of Us. I want to play Horizon. Those are like the games god of war god of war that Mm. i need i know i need to play and then i I see this trailer i'm like oh i gotta do it even faster now because well it's not coming out till 20 oh it'll be a while 2021 or 2022 i would guess two i know the first game came out in like february or march of 17 did you see i I wouldn't be surprised if they go for 2022 of yeah february of quarter one yeah yeah Yeah. do you see ashley birch who voices aloy Alloy. <laughs> Aloy <laughs> tweeted like, well, guess we're going to the West. It's kind of cool. Oh, it's so I follow awesome. her because she's a really good voice. What if actors really care about Oh, yeah. Like, she's she's awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know so if you've cool. ever seen her other stuff. She's really good. Um, yeah, one of my favorite video game worlds. And, oh, man, that woolly mammoth robot. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and the, the water. Yeah. yeah. Water this, robot. This seems like... A, a forward progression in a lot of video games always to seem like let's go underwater, and I feel like this one makes sense. Yeah, you can add a lot of worlds. You can, oh my gosh, I'm just thinking of like <laughs> the Loch Ness monster dinosaur or the Mastodon dinosaur or Mosasaur from like a Jurassic mm-hmm. World. It's mm-hmm. like a robot. It's yeah, like, oh my gosh, instead of just alligator. Great yeah, white I take robot. Take things out so quick. Great white robot, dude. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so excited for this game. So you're going to Alcatraz, right? 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even think about it. That'll probably be the DLC. There's going to be a settlement. Oh, yeah. It'll be a settlement for sure. Mm. And you have to swim out there across the dangerous waters. <laughs> hey, look, there's Clint Eastwood Skeleton. <laughs> you in that movie, right? Oh my gosh, oh, man! I, I can't wait. That was that was the ultimate. It was the, the showstopper for, for you, wasn't after it? After that, I didn't care really about anything that came before. Anything after they revealed the PS5, I was like, "Cool, it's slim and sexy. I like it." And I was like, <laughs> "Let's go watch the Horizon trailer." Again. Um, you, you mentioned slim and sexy. You're right. One thing we forgot to mention earlier is that they actually showed off two. Yeah, two PS5s. consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the the PS5, and then there's the digital PS5 uh, that does not have a disc. Yep. No disc tray. No hump on the side. Um, this is the Lockhart for Xbox. We're kind right? of expecting the same thing from Xbox. What does this tell you about the price like of this console? It's going to be 500 <laughs> or more. Man. Yeah, 499 or more. Yeah, I think. I'm trying to make it sound better. <laughs> yeah. Probably six hundred. I think. I think it's. I think it might be pushing six hundred. There was an interview this weekend or earlier today that I saw, um, that said that was with PlayStation and they were talking about it uh, about value versus um, price, right? So like you understand that you have like opportunity try and cost. keep price low, but the value might drive that price higher. Mm-hmm. And they said. They were kind of they were kind of making it sound like maybe the value was more important than the price right now, especially when they were announcing two consoles. Because yeah, you can you can release one at three ninety nine or four fifty. You can release one at six hundred, and you can say, well, like, yeah, but this one's worth it. But if but if you really strap for cash, you can always get the digital one. Yeah, yeah. I I just think the price game is so annoying to me. Like. Because I think Sony was going to reveal their price and just chose not to instead. They're just like, yeah, no, we won't. Because Xbox is totally waiting on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Xbox is going to play the long game. They're going to wait as long as they have to. Rumors rumors are that uh, Phil Spencer has on authority from Microsoft CFO and CEO to undercut Sony no matter what. Yeah. No, absolutely. Do it. Absolutely. They're going to wait. We're not going to find out till a week before it comes out. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, man, I was $20 short in my piggy bank. <laughs> I got that in my please, wallet right now. Please pre-order. Oh, yeah, but I got a, I got a separate fund that please I'm pre-order. putting together. We're not giving you a price. Just give us your credit card. It's going to be fine. Yeah, how do you even pre-order? <laughs> like, you can't. You don't. Get on the phone. Call Phil. Phil up. You know call Phil, Phil right? up. I know Phil. Call yeah. Philip up. Be like, I want an Xbox, please. <laughs> Yeah, that's nicely. Five dollars, please. <laughs> um, which version would you guys get of the PlayStation? Of both. So here's here's where I kind of land on the digital stuff. So Xbox, I think I'm going to buy the the top of the line mm-hmm. console. PlayStation, I'd, I'm more likely to buy the digital. I'm torn. I would normally completely agree with you, except that. You know what Xbox games you like? <laughs> no, no. I know that I can probably go get a cheap version of those games that I mentioned earlier. Like, if I don't manage to get my hands on a PS4, I want to play The Last of Us Part mm. One. You have I, to get a do disc. I, yeah. Do I have to buy it? I had to buy it digitally on PlayStation. And even if it's on sale, it's not going to be as cheap as if I walk over to GameStop 
pick it up out of the five dollar and five dollar i know but (laughs) they're a dying (laughs) yeah that's why i lean towards digital right because physical sales are so low now if it really just depends on the price difference if it's if it's as small as 50 bucks 50 bucks no i'll spend the extra 50 to have the disc reader if it's a hundred bucks i'm probably leaning more towards digital yeah i think my thing is is what if i with a disc you always have it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what if they decide to shut down servers for older games i only have digitally i think that'd be a huge bummer and obviously that'd be down the line right clearly but yeah I mean, still. No, for yeah. sure. Like, I can go play my GameCube games right now. Yeah. Which is awesome. But, like, what if I bought a game digitally, but they're like, oh, nope, you can't download this anymore. It's not available on the store because we shut down the servers for it. It's like, oh, I think it's great. Because I, I feel like <laughs> digitally, you don't really own it forever. Techni- like, you're talking. Technically, you don't own. Like, we were talking about buying movies. You have a earlier. license to technically use Technically, you don't own it if you buy it physically either. You're licensing it. That's the like the real tricky thing. No one's ever going to enforce that kind of a rule, right? Mm. Like they're not going to round come come around and knock on your door and be like, "Take hey, your games." I hear you got a copy of Horizon Zero Dawn in there, dude. I need to go do that and be like, "Hey, you got a copy of the NCAA 14? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not one hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, so I got one in my wallet right now. I just I think I I approach gaming differently than I do even movies because movies is more of a you you buy the thing and then you're done like it's done. Games are constantly evolving these days. Mm. I I don't know the last game I've played that didn't have some sort of an update or or whatnot. Day one patches are like so, all the rage. <laughs> here's the other thing. I bought um. The Division Two digitally. Mm-hmm. Mm, you got burned by you that. You did. I can't get my money back on that. Yeah, that's true. Not at all. Not I, not can't, even, I can't. Even, even I can't even sell it on Amazon. Right. Or anything. Right. No. I think that's another big thing. Like if I buy a game, like if I buy Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West. Yeah. And it's absolute trash. It runs horribly. <laughs> the combat is nothing like the first one it's horrible it's horrible this won't happen <laughs> and i'm just so mad and i and i want to sell it but i got it digitally nope. you're stuck with you're it. out yeah. 65 dollars sorry kid 70 dollars console games going up guaranteed oh, shucks 75 dollars <laughs> i'm going taxi you're gonna have to offset for those price cuts on mm-hmm. the consoles <laughs> yep boo You'll be like, yeah, we're gonna sell it at three fifty, but the games are now eighty dollars. Like, what? <laughs> Just sell it for five hundred. Keep it at sixty. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I would probably go the digital route on PlayStation. Lepke, you're in the chat. Hi, Lepke. Digital or disc? In terms of which version would you get of either a PlayStation or an Xbox? I'm curious. Uh, um, yeah. Him and I game share. Yeah. So he'd say digital. digital. Yeah. Ooh, what if game sharing is gone? That's what I'm kind of. Wor- I'm kind of worried that game sharing is gone in the next generation. If anybody's going to leave it in, it'll be Xbox. Yeah. PlayStation will be like, oh, we're not going to do it this time, and then they'll add it later. PlayStation already doesn't do it. If you get caught, you get, your account gets banned. What's really oh, interesting? Really? Yeah. I just haven't got caught yet. Yeah. <laughs> do we need to edit this out? No, leave it in. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I think what's was okay. Not people, not enough people watching. <laughs> <laughs> we're, good. we're good. Um, 
No, one of the interesting things is they've already kind of confirmed that like the Xbox Series X UI and all that stuff is going to stay the same across generations now. Cool with me. I like the Xbox um, it's interface. Just, it's just going to be PlayStation is going to UI overhaul. Well, I, I saw that today. They need it. They need so. it is what I've heard. <laughs> I hate the PlayStation interface. Let me scroll interface. right for three days. I just hate the party interface. Like getting in a party on PlayStation is the most aggravating thing in the world. Ooh, I've never done it. it drives me insane. Single player. Yeah. Blepty says Xbox Game Share makes digital much more enticing. Absolutely. So I agree. My guess is Game Share is not going away anytime soon. Phil Spencer wants everybody to play together. So yep. that's that's gonna be their thing. Yep. It wouldn't surprise me if they came out and they were like, Yeah, game share. I mean, they pretty much do it with families. Yeah. They encourage it family-wise. So, what if they up it? You can, <laughs> like, you can put your account on four Xboxes. You can all share. Yeah, play. play. Dude, yes. <laughs> family family accounts. Yes, it won't happen. But that would be amazing. That would be amazing. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how they uh, family accounts for Game Pass. If they if they do That's something, nice. oh, family accounts for Game Pass. Is that not a thing? Game Pass works. Lucky has Game Pass. I also have Game okay. Pass. Okay, see, that's yeah. what I thought. I thought that was... But, like, you can put it on, like, multiple... Yeah, Just yeah. more than just the two. Gotcha. Sure. No, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that does evolve with new consoles coming out. People mm-hmm. who already have two and might still want to hold on to both of them, but get a third one. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Oh. Any final thoughts on PlayStation? I like video games. I like... How would you, how would you rate... The, 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 the it's fanboy worthy. Fanboy worthy? Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. It's, it's a Matthew McConaughey because they put GTA 5 at the very beginning. <laughs> you lose points. Yeah, for that. but they ended it with Horizon Forbidden West. True. It's a fanboy worthy. <laughs> fanboy worthy. It's not about how you start, it's how you finish. That's right. They Listen, they had us in the first half. Not going to lie. <laughs> not going to lie. It's like, it's like they, they fumbled that. Yeah, they the they, they dropped the kickoff, but, but they, they picked it back up and ran it in, and yeah. instantly got like a nice like down the field yeah. with that Spider Man thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. They they dropped the ball early, fumbled the first snap of the game, picked it up, picked up a nice twenty five yarder. It's like okay, yeah, you know, took we're it to the end zone. The end zone was the end of the show. Listen, sure. nice the game of inches. <laughs> I don't know the rest. Oh man, that's <laughs> such a good speech. I thought you were gonna do it. I was gonna let you go. I've seen the movie once. <laughs> I watched that movie recently. Well, uh, <laughs> based on the amount of news, I didn't ask for any fan box questions this week. I think we got we one, though. a lot to talk about. Did we? I Over think we in, got one. In Twitter? Yeah. Well, let me pull that up. Oh, Thank goodness. Puppy. Maybe someone... Was it the... Best yep. Spider-Man suit? Ooh, okay. I think it's or Best Spider-Man. Best Spider-Man, yes. So this is from... Uh, at DJ Toel one? Uh, DJ Tolly. Deej. We're just going to call him Deej. His name's DJ. DJ, okay. He's, he's a homie. What's up, man? <laughs> so from Thanks, D- DJ. DJ asks, who's the best Spider-Man? Tom Holland, uh, Tobey Maguire, Toby Maguire, or Andrew Garfield? Sorry, that's not in like the chronological <laughs> order. Shameek Moore? <laughs> yeah, Shameek Moore for sure. <laughs> it's just in the order that they were pictured. Yep. So, I like my answer. Shameek Moore. He, he voices Miles in okay. End of the yeah, Spider-Verse. Okay. Fair. Um, out of those three. What about I, Donald Moore. Glover? He voices Miles in Ultimate Spider-Man. And in the future, uh, PS5. 
game. <laughs> it's Donald Glover? No. Oh, I was about to say, what? Uh, there would have been a lot more reaction yeah. for me in that trailer. We'd have been like, oh my gosh, we predicted this. If he'd have been like, five dollars, please. I'd have been like, oh, that's Donald Glover. Uh, Out of those three, Tom Holland. Um, I am not a fan of Tobey Maguire in general. <laughs> I don't. I think Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker and Spider-Man is definitely the worst. Couldn't connect really at all. I thought the first movie was good. I really can't. I really don't like his Peter Parker. He's too cool. He's the cool kid. Yes. Um, I think Tom Holland's Peter Parker is just nerdy enough. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, shy enough. He's got a little be, bit. He's got really like good. a little bit of insecurity. Yeah. And it's really good, especially in this day and age. I think he plays a high schooler really well. Mm-hmm. Um, At 22? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, I think he plays the quippy Spider-Man really well, too. Um, the only thing where I think it gets kind of more frustrating is the Stark connections instead of the Uncle Ben and uh, kind of stuff. Yeah, that's my least favorite part of Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Um, but I do think he's the best of those three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helt said he's. Uh, I don't want to say he's in the better movies, but none of his Dude, movies have Spider-Man been bad. Two is Spider-Man Two is really good. Yeah. Um, but I actually liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I kind of think of him like PlayStation Spider-Man. Mm. Like he's just older. Like if they wouldn't, that have, might be one of my favorite <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, well, yeah, Yuri Lowenthal Spider-Man. He's fantastic. Him and Jimmy Moore. I think if is they'd have just made Shamik Moore, yes. Okay. If they had just made Andrew Garfield older. Like, just let him be an older Spider-Man who's already been kind of seasoned. Put him in college. Yeah. Like, I, I think it would have been great. I actually saw... It's really weird that this question popped up. I saw a thing the other day. It was like, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man would have really fit the MCU, like, as an older Spider-Man. Mm. And I was like, would it, though? And then I kind of thought about it. And I was like, actually, yeah, he probably would have really fit. Because he's pretty, you know, does everything on his own. Kind of builds all his own stuff. Like I think it would have been really cool. I think he would have he would have fit in because he's very much like the, the rest other, of them. the other yeah. heroes. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and so I think he would have fit in. I do think I like the change of pace. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland being his his Spider Man being that like a new kid on the block and like hey Mister hey Mister Stark am I doing the right thing? That is my least favorite thing to hear in Marvel movies. Hey Mister Stark, have you seen Dope? I've not seen Dope. You should watch Dope. Isn't that Rick Famuyiwa? Yeah. Yeah. And Jimmy Moore. That movie's good. Mm. Nice. I should watch that movie. I'll, I'll throw my hat in. Um, you're going to be a Tobey Maguire guy because you're the be, old one? I'm going to be a Tobey Maguire guy. I think his first two movies are fantastic. They are really good. Yeah. They're, they're really good. They're so good. And while I don't, I don't necessarily love his Peter Parker... It's not bad. Oh, I am Jay. I think it's still. I'm a 28 year old in high school. He, yeah, his his age is probably the yeah. most the thing that I struggle with. I kind of most. honestly, I kind of forgive him for that. That was still in the day and age where you didn't get high schoolers to act to no, act. Right, yeah, right. you just you know these old kids were in high school. That's yeah. how it worked back then. The yeah. important part was that you surround them with people who all look about that same age, and they yeah. did that. Yeah, so yeah. it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, but I really, I really love. Um, Tom Holland as well, and Andrew Garfield I think is fine. I don't know. I I don't think any of them are bad. Yeah, yeah. they're all at least entertaining. Maybe Spider Man Three. 
<laughs> Entertaining. I don't know. Uh, we will blame that the one on Sony. <laughs> Let's just blame it on Sony. The dance scene was worth it. It was something. Yeah, it was. It was. So. <laughs> Luke, you want to dance us out of here? No. You should, though. I don't want to. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you for watching and listening to this episode of What the Fanboy. Podcast show thing. The pa- the podcast, the show, the one and the only. We oh, will see you guys next week where I hope to have a review or at least impressions on a very anticipated game. Yeah, Last of Us Part 2, Last baby. Last of Us Part 2. So, um um yeah in the meantime go read brett's disintegration review yeah thanks definitely yeah what the fanboy.com has all of our links for like everything Mm -hmm. so if you want to like oh i didn't realize that this was a youtube show i want to subscribe there you can like go to what the fanboy.com you can click on the youtube thing you can subscribe there if you're watching on youtube and you're like oh this would be way more convenient to listen to in the car on (laughs) via podcast what the fanboy.com backslash podcasts what where do you want to listen to us? You can find it there. Yep. Boom. And and sub. So Boom. and then all of our reviews are there as well as as a few as well as some of our other little things that we haven't done in a while thanks to pandemic. Um, <laughs> and moving. And, and moving. moving. Um, but we'll hopefully kind of get, going on. get yeah. the ball rolling on those again here at some point. Absolutely. Yep. But until next week, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys. Peace. Peace.